Hey there, Tyson Sharp here. And what you're about to watch is a live coaching example to learn the real reasons why you develop patterns of procrastination and how to shift out of it into more decisive decision-making for you and your business. So let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp. And if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income. But every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure to be here. I love these weekly calls. Everyone that's jumping on here, you truly do know this is the time where we breathe, where we get present, where we build our businesses in a very unique way. And the reason being is because you can notice the vast majority of our time we generally spend in autopilot and going through about our routines in a way that is in a way that can be ego focused. And when I say ego focused, I, I mean, can be valuing safety and valuing security and valuing significance. And that's, I don't know about you, but my brain wakes up and that's what I, that's my, my default as a human being. My default can be what needs to get done today. And not only what needs to get done, but if I don't get it done, I'm going to feel like a failure. And if I'm not going out there to make more money or gain more status, then I'm worthless, right? That's what our brain can default to, especially here in the Western world, when we don't pay attention to it when we're not conscious about it. And so here, not only are we gonna, we're gonna have a chat with Cassandra around areas of procrastination and how to make more decisive decisions from a place of empowerment, but it's here where you start to notice the patterns you haven't had to notice otherwise, right? When we sit here and we breathe and we start observing our thoughts, we start observing our patterns, you can start to notice some patterns today some patterns this week, right? Some patterns this last month, some patterns since COVID hit, whatever it may be, you can start to notice the patterns in yourself that you haven't noticed before. And so one thing I'll invite you to do right now is just to breathe. And while you're breathing and while you're getting present with your body, ask yourself the question, what is it that I think life needs to change? What is it that I think needs to change about life? And I'm telling myself the story that if that was to change, I would be more at peace. If that was to change, I'd be more happy. If that was to change in my external environment, I would feel more of what I want to feel more often. What's that story? What's that pattern? What's that belief? And what you can start to notice is where you're in resistance to what is. Where you're in resistance to life. And therefore, when you start to become aware of it, those patterns no longer 
run the show. Because ego is not good or bad. Ego is just unconscious. But when you provide conscious awareness to your egoic patterns, you can see it's not good or bad. It's not right or wrong. It just is. But awareness is what shifts you to a higher level of consciousness. To where you can start observing the patterns, noticing them. And through that, you can start to allow more peace to flow naturally. It's not like I need to change that to feel more peace. It's like I can let that go and then peace just resides in here naturally. And therefore, you can go and make your impact on the world from a place of being at peace regardless of if it changes or not. How powerful is that? How powerful is it building your business from a place of I'm going to build my business because it's what I what feel call it's what my calling is here it's what the pull is here and I'm going to feel just as much at peace no matter what happens. That's true peace. That's true power. That's true empowerment. Is when you're able to execute on your dharma and you're able to flow from a place of alignment while simultaneously being non-attached to the outcome. But you will feel it in here. And isn't that what matters most anyway? The reason why we want to change the thing out there generally is because of how we think it'll make us feel in here or not feel in here. But if you can feel that way now, as a byproduct of just separating all of that and being, and being non-attached to it, how much more resourceful can you be? How much more different resources can you bring to the, to the forefront in terms of love, peace, joy, right? Passion, excitement, creativity, flow. That is what we're going to talk about here. What we're going to talk about with Cassandra are these types of patterns. So I'm going to invite her on. We're going to have a chat. We're going to get to know her and we're going to support her in, uh, in so many ways, because whether you're here or, or watching this, uh, it'd be awesome to, whether it be in the chat, in the comments, uh, really just provide the support because it's not easy for people to jump on here and have a chat about some insecurities or some patterns. I know I do it every time because it's just natural for me now, but uh, it is very, very expansive. And so we're going to do what we can to support as well. So, Without further ado, I'm going to invite Cassandra to have a chat. Love technology, my end. I know, oh, right? Oh, there we are. Hello. 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 Everyone, this is Cassandra. Now, as soon as, as, soon as I put out the invite for, every, for whoever wants to jump on to be coached, and to have an awesome, empowering conversation. Cassandra raised her hand and said, yeah, when can I do it? I'm freaking out, but let's make it happen. And, uh, and now we're here. Now we're here. And so it'd be, uh, it'd be amazing just to hear a little bit about you, for you to tell everyone here in the audience, what is it that you do and what is it you're passionate about? Okay. Well, I live in North Queensland, just off Mission Beach in Australia. Uh, best place of the world to live. Sorry, I'm very biased, but hey, I've got the beach, I've got the rainforest, I've got perfect weather. Like, I can't argue. 
you know, as you can see, I've got a fan going in the background. I have a cloth nappy on my shoulder to turn around and wipe sweat off my face. This is just a constant thing, summer and winter. So that's basically me. I live in North Queensland, live on a beautiful farm, um, married to the man of my dreams. Uh, for now 23 years, we've just been married um, on the 13th of October. Um, and yeah, have four beautiful children, homeschooled um, all of them. Um, got two left to turn around and finish off. One finishes off high school in about two, three weeks time. Yay. Uh, and then one more to go. And yeah, that's pretty much me. Turned around and sort of dabbled in different businesses throughout the time, you know, done network marketing, um, turned around and started doing um, digital marketing as well. Um, and then, yeah, unfortunately my health wasn't the greatest. So had to turn around and take a break and start looking after me, which is basically why I am here today. <laughs> um, turn around and ended up with some massive blood clots about 18, nearly two years ago now, uh, that ended up going to my, through my heart into my lungs. I was in hospital for about six months. Um, due to that, a very close naturopath friend of mine told me that the issue was not the fact that there was diet, it was an emotional problem. I had no joy in my life. That's why I ended up with the blood clots. So that was a nice piece of two before over the back of my head to wake me up and go, hang on, what's going on? <laughs> why would I even contemplate on my subconscious? Why is my subconscious telling me that I'm not joyful? I have everything. I'm married. I've got four healthy, beautiful children. I live on a farm. I'm, I have everything that I asked for when I was eight or nine years old, on my knees, in a church, praying to God, turning around and going, please, this is the life that I want. This is what I wanted. I live on a farm, be married to a, a, an amazing man. Uh, had to be Italian, of course. Um, you know, so that, that was it. That, that was it. I wanted to have six children. We have six people in our family. That's enough for me. I had four children, couldn't have any more after that due to the fact that my fourth child was quite... Um, a large baby and got quite unwell after that. So we went, you know, life's not worth risking, <laughs> child or me. So, you know, we, we stopped at that. But yeah, basically it's now just a, a journey of trying to discover who I am. This is what I thought that I, I wanted was to be married, have kids, be a mum, be a wife, live on a farm, do all the home duties, done all that. Now I'm getting to a point where it's like, okay, now what? yeah what about me hello well, <laughs> there's a little a child inside screaming going hello where, where where's my chance like you know so yeah i'll totally. hand it that's, over to you that's what it's all about i mean we thank we thank you for for sharing your story because a lot of people can relate a lot of people are in the situation where they've they they're starting to realize they have the circumstances that their mind thinks they should have or that they that they wanted and yet at some level they they're starting to feel like okay if i have this stuff why aren't i feeling the way i thought it should bring it should give me right mm -hmm. and so let me ask you this when you're in the when you're on the farm you've got this italian husband you've got four kids you've got everything that you wanted and then this friend tells you that these health issues have been because of a, a lack of a joy what emotions were you feeling instead of joy? Oh, I, I was feeling a lot of resentment. I was feeling angry. I was feeling um, unheard. I was feeling unwanted. 
you know, um, being a mum, well, being a parent in general, whether you're a mum or a dad or a single mum or a single dad, everybody's looking at you. Everybody wants a piece of you. Um, and I think most everybody's uh, general nature is to give. Um, and I've always been brought up that way as well, you know, to give and give everything. If you don't give, what's the point? Mm. So I did. But unfortunately, I wasn't, I was constantly giving and still do now, but I wasn't replenishing that cup to be able to keep it full, to be able to keep going. So then the emotional turmoil started, you know, the, the resentment and the anger. It's just like, well, I'm constantly doing this for these people. I don't get a thank you. I don't get a birthday card on my birthday, you know, so I was feeling hurt. I was feeling angry. I was feeling disappointed you know this was you know i had i had the general foundation of what i asked for but it wasn't fulfilling me or giving me the the right needs that i need okay um and that's sort of where i'm at right now is sort of trying to find out okay well what do i need to do to fill that cup i shouldn't have to rely on other people to give me that yeah i should be able to give it to myself um and you know obviously came from a, a great childhood. I had loving parents. I had a lovely childhood bringing up. Unfortunately, there was other members of, of the family that abused that um, due to sexual abuse and so on. Um, and that's obviously carried on throughout the years. So that's obviously one part that of nurturing that I need to <laughs> handle, I suppose, which is probably causing a lot of the issues as well. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, at the time, I think that's, you know, obviously saying that I had no joy in my life. No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't at all. I, I was very angry, very resentful. I was ready to pack my bags and walk out the door. Um, I'd had enough. And what you're saying is a clear distinction between, because a lot of us building businesses, a lot, of, a lot of light workers, a lot of people who just are giving from the heart can really ask themselves these questions because what you're saying, Cassandra, is, is so common. And that is that when we give, we can truly be conscious of which, uh, what place are we giving from? Because if we're giving from our heart without conditions, then we're giving for us. And as a byproduct, the other person will benefit, right? But if we're giving, when we give from an expectation or when we give from a condition, that's when we can start to say, yeah, I'll give and I give, 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 give. But at some level you're thinking, what am I getting in return? Right. And I'll give It's like, it can be unconscious, it's like an unconscious rule that says I'll give and I'll continue to give and I'll give my heart, my soul, my, my spirit, as long as I get a thank you. Right. Or as long as I get something back, and that's a real, it's a real level of awareness to be in a space of where am I giving from truly? Am I giving because mm. it's my flow and it feels like my heart and it feels like I feel pulled to, to give unconditionally, right? When we do that, we know that that won't be all of the time because if we give ourselves 100% of the time and we don't fill up ourselves, then that will be us trying to give from an empty cup, right? But if we're giving from the heart, we can do both at the same time. 
we can give. And because we're giving from the heart, it fills us up to give regardless of what happens. Right? So I want to tap in here and see what is it that you're, what is it that you're feeling? What, where is it you're at now in terms of this level of resentment, in terms of this level of anger, in terms of um, procrastination on what to do next? Why don't you give us a good understanding of where you're at now and we can sort of see where we would like to go next. Okay. Oh, how would I work it? Um, still have it. Definitely still have the resentment and the anger um, and the hurt and the pain. Um, obviously coming a lot more sort of, you know, most mornings before I even open my eyes, I'll turn around and give a lot of gratitude now, thanks to you for teaching me that, <laughs> you know, to turn around and just lie there and give thanks for the fact that, hey, I get the opportunity to live today. You know, um, I, I never looked at it like that. You know, I, I saw it as it was my right to be here. You know, it's not that it's a privilege to be here and it's a joyous opportunity to turn around and have each new day because someone didn't wake up this morning and they could have been perfectly healthy. Um, and that upsets me because I feel like I'm being selfish by going, well, why do I feel so angry? Why do I feel so hurt? Um, and obviously those feelings turn around and lead to the procrastination because you're playing that, you know, your, your weighing scales, you'll sit there and you'll be at a level and then you'll question yourself and then the scales will tip again. And you'll go, okay, I'm feeling angry and hurt about this. Why? You know, and then you'll level yourself up and, you know, you're sort of constantly playing that happy, sad sort of thing. And I'm, I'm wanting to have that balance of going, it's okay to feel the feelings I'm feeling. But to be grateful for them, be aware of them, deal with them at the time and then move on. Yeah. Whereas at the moment, it's just that constant repetitive tape the same thing over and over and over again to where i i find it difficult to to break that cycle and go hang on let's look at this objectively and go okay this is what you want to do this is not what you want to do and that's where i'm finding this procrastination constantly happening yeah you know? and it makes um, a lot of sense you can see why because procrastination for me is a behavioral pattern where where it's very much on the surface and what you've, what you've just described is there's the surface problem or the surface challenge or the surface behavior or pattern, but there's something deeper than that. Mm. Right. Yeah. So procrastination for me is when we're in decision and we know what we should be doing, but to our mind, taking action here is in some way more painful than where we are right now. Because whether it be the uncertainty, whether it be the doubt, whether it be the confusion, whatever it may lead to, even if he is bad, our mind associates taking action as worse, right? Or there's more pleasure here than over there, right? That's what our mind associates. Now, there's something a lot deeper here, and that is that when you're fighting or when you're resisting yourself, can you, everyone can feel this. When you have a feeling of anger, resentment, judgment, shame, feeling of loneliness, feeling of unworthiness, and we don't want it to be there and we're in resistance to ourselves, like what kind of decisions are you making from that place? Right? 
the decisions Usually around, very poor ones. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not ones that are, they're not ones that are in our, our highest alignment or our highest excitement, right? Because we're in resistance to ourselves and we're basing our decisions based on this place, right? And so it's, and that's why it's really important to raise awareness to the patterns of what am I trying to change about my life so that I feel good in here? Because if we're building our business from that place, building our lives from that place, building our relationships from that place, we're trying to solve the external circumstances so that we feel good in here. And that's exactly like going to a mirror, not liking what you see in the mirror and trying to change the mirror. Right. Mm. Yeah. Keep cleaning the mirror, even though it's not dirty. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've cleaned and, it and polished it that much, but yeah. Yeah. But if we want to change what's in the mirror, we have to look in ourselves. Right. Mm. Because it's, it's, it's like, I'm trying to change the mirror. But all I realize is that if I shift here, the mirror changes instantly. And that's what, that's what really happens when we think about our decisions, when we think about our actions, when we think about uh, what we do moving forward from a place of love and a place of uh, joy or a place of resourcefulness. When we shift the relationships we have with the emotions that are coming up naturally, we can start to have a different relationship with ourselves. And then as I described at the start of the call, peace flows naturally, right? Peace flows naturally, not because of your external world, but because you're at peace with the world, how it is, right? So let me ask you this. Out of all the emotions coming up, which ones, which one are you in resistance to the most? Which one do, do you think or your mind thinks, if, I wouldn't, if, if only I can not feel that, I would be fine? Fear would be one of them. Great. Um, awesome. Fear of what? What's ahead? Um, fear of the change of what's actually going to happen. You know, I, 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 this is me, 46-year-old me. Um, you know, 23 years of it is where I am now. Um, I want to change that, but at the same time, I still want to be me. So if I change me, I'm not going to be me. Mm. So there's that whole, <laughs> you know, my, my whole brain just goes into a whole different level again. It's just like, okay, well, then you question yourself again. Well, who am I then? If mm. I want to be me, who is me? Yeah. Good question. You know, which part of me is me? You know, because of all of us have different ones of us you know we've got the happy me we've got the sad me we've got the child me we've got the big me we've got the little me we've got you know the mummy me the you know everything you do, it, they're all there so it, it's trying to find which one's screaming the most and at the moment i think it's my inner child that's screaming the most mm. um what's the inner child screaming about um probably wanting to be heard <laughs> um to be felt and to be dealt with um, because that part was always pushed away or, you know, always told as, as a young child to grow up and, you know, this is how you're supposed to be. You don't act like this or do this or, yeah. you know, those sorts of things. In what, so in what ways? I think what that ways, child's breaking. What, what ways are they, are they told you should be like this or this needs to happen or this is what your life needs to look like? What, what, was, the, what was the inner child told? Um, more, you know, if... if you were around other people um 
you had to be quiet, you had to be polite, you had to, you know, use your pleases and thank yous, you had to um, always be quiet, you won't, don't speak unless you're spoken to, um, all those sorts of things. Whereas my general personalities, um, I'm usually very generally bubbly, very shy, introvert, as most people are, but at the same time, when I'm in a group of people, um, I'm quite happy, I'm cheerful, I'm, I'm outgoing and to turn around and be told to repress that is very difficult. Mm. So, you know, over the years, I've sort of kept that down. And then there's other parts of that child that obviously have been hurt and had a lot of pain um, and fear, you know, um, quite a scary thing when your parents separate when you're quite young and you don't quite understand what's going on and sort of the ties that go between that um, got quite messy. Um, not custody battles or anything. I, I was lucky I got the choice to choose where I wanted to go, but there was other issues as well. So that child within that circumstance as well felt very hurt, upset, sad, confused, um, and also very angry. Yeah. Um, you know, turning around and seeing, you know, what I thought as being the ideal model of a life <laughs> and then see that fall apart, then, yeah, then what? Yeah. So let's, so, let's, so let's feel this. So if you were to breathe right now and feel where this inner child is in, in your body, where would, where would be the, just instinctively, where would the, this inner child reside? Would it be your head, your chest, your shoulders, your legs? Just instinctively, where would this in your chest? Chest and head. Chest and head. Okay, great. So as you feel this. As soon this, as I speak, as I speak child, my heart hurts. Okay, great. Beautiful. Beautiful. So feel that, just breathe with it and just relax for a moment and feel that in your chest. And while you do, everyone watching can sort of see what's happening here in terms of there's an inner child who learned particular patterns, learned particular ways of being so that this child could feel safe. This child could feel enough. This child could feel loved. If we're taught as a child to be quiet, use your manners, right? Be only, only speak when you're, when, when spoken to. And just if you were, if you were to be shy and out of people's way, then you can be safe, right? You can see how this inner child could learn particular patterns that would lead to procrastination. There is so much safety with not taking action. Even if you're not okay with, even if your, your physical mind's not happy with where you are right now, it's like, I'd rather deal with this because this is familiar and this is safe rather than taking a big, bold decision, getting outside my comfort zone, taking some action and risking the very love and the very safety that I think is my survival right so let's let's do this for a moment just breathe uh just breathe in deep and while you're breathing and while you welcome this in i'll ask you what is it that you're fearing the most i know you say you fear change i know you fear what's next you're not too sure what sides of you um you want to express what sides of you are the real you but let me ask you, what, what do you fear, what do you fear might happen if you were to create this change that you're being pulled towards? 
probably not having what I have now um, because obviously if I deal or change with that I'm going to obviously change um, and it's the fear I suppose it's the fear of just letting it go like because you've held on to it for so long it's kind of a part of you to where it's like well if I let it go then what yeah what you know, would you be letting it, go it's that whole well I suppose letting go of 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 you know, the old patterns, the, the feelings that, you know, acknowledge, I suppose, acknowledging them and, and embracing them and feeling them and, and dealing with them and giving that child what they need. But at the same time, it's going to change who I am. And mm. that's the fear that I have yeah. is, okay, well, this is kind of what I know. Okay. So gotcha. It's, gotcha. it's walking into that unfamiliar territory that it's like, okay, well, I take one step forward, then get scared and pull myself straight back again. So, mm. you know, it's even simple things like turning around and going and folding the laundry for crying out loud. Like it's the most boring, simplest job anyone could do. But, you know, it can take me two weeks just to get the energy or, or give myself that motivation to turn around and go and do it. Then once I do it, I think, wow, wow, that felt fantastic. Why didn't I do this ill? Okay. You know what I mean? And that's, that's just a small thing, you know? So it yeah. is a small thing, but it's a metaphor for a much larger thing, mm. right? Because this is what the mind generally does. The mind generally thinks something is safe when really our heart, body, and spirit is trying to get us here, right? Mm. We're always expanding. We're always, we're always intentionally and divinely expanding. Now, what's happening is your, your spirit's trying to expand to something new. It's scary to your mind and it's scary to these sides of you that have been developed. But can you feel this is happening anyway? Whether it's going to be through an insight, whether it's going to be through a circumstance, whether it's going to be through pain, can you feel that you're going to get here anyway? That's where you're naturally growing to. Mm. Oh, absolutely. And so yeah. this- I realized that I'm growing. That's why I think that's- why I'm here, like obviously reaching out to you um, and, and trying to learn on those things because it's just got to that point now where it's bursting and screaming at the yes. gates, turning around and shaking and trying to get the grinder out to cut the bolt off. Yeah. You know, right. literally it, it's, it's willing to open, like it's, it's right there and I can feel it and I'm excited about that. But like I said, there's that whole fear of pulling me back and yeah. it's like, well, I want to release that, but I want to make, I suppose it's wanting to make sure that everything is going to be okay, that, that I have the tools and, and the understanding of how to deal with that pain and that fear when it comes up. Great. So no matter what, once the gate opens, go right ahead. I okay. have the tools and everything there to be able to deal with it as I go. Okay. Awesome. And that's the thing that I don't have, I don't think. And are you open, are you open to, are you open to realizing the truth that you have all of the tools, even if your physical mind doesn't think you do. Yes. Okay, great. So while you, while you, while you realize that and breathe that in, I want you to feel, I want you to welcome in that, that, that uh, feeling in your chest. When you think about this inner child, when you think about this inner child that hasn't been seen, this inner child that learned to be quiet learn to be well-behaved, learn to be well-mannered. When you think about that child in, 
and how they were developed through a lot of pain and the patterns that they have learned to feel safe and to feel enough. What is it that you feel in your chest? Well, if you were to describe it to me, does it feel hot? Does it feel empty? Does it feel heavy? Does it feel jagged? Is it pulsating? Is it moving? What is it that you're, what is it that you're tight feeling in your chest? Tight and heavy. Tight, very tight and heavy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Find it difficult to breathe. Okay. Not great. quite suffocating, but just, yeah, very like, you know, going to take a deep breath and I find it actually very difficult to okay. sort awesome. of even sit up Yeah. and, and take that big deep breath. Okay. As you can see, I'm sort of leaning back now and I'm finding it difficult to like, you know, I've got to, yeah. yeah, but that's difficult. Okay. But that's great. That's perfect. So do whatever, do whatever you feel to relax uh, while you feel this feeling, right? While you feel this feeling and while you welcome it in and allow it to be there, right? Once you just breathe it in as even if the, even if the breath isn't deep with each breath, you can welcome it. Right. And it might help to just imagine this little five-year-old on your lap while you do it because while the five-year-old's on your lap and you welcome in this feeling you can start to learn and observe that you're the observer of this pattern the fact you're able to describe it to me the fact that it's heavy the fact that it's constricting and feels tight means you're not this emotion right you're not the emotion you're the one observing the emotion and this will help you get closer to the answer of who you really are is when you're observing these patterns and you're observing this emotion. So just for a moment, I want you to almost exaggerate the sensation a little bit in your chest, exaggerate the, the tension and the tightness and the heaviness and just just focus physically on the sensations. You can start to let go and release the stories attached to it and the judgments around it, around this shouldn't be here or it needs to leave or why it's there, but you can just focus on the physical sensations right, and allow it to be there. Mm -hmm. And I know you can do this because you've had four kids, mm. right? Oh yeah. So feel it physically and allow it to be there and welcome it in. And while you breathe with it, just imagine there's a five year old on your lap that just wants to be seen that just wants to be heard, that just wants to be understood, that just wants to be loved. So while you feel this feeling and while you just allow it to do whatever it needs to do, you can see that it's not your job to do it. It's not your job to move it on. It's not your job to be in a place where you have to transcend it. It's just your job to observe it. It's just your job to welcome it and just surrender to what is. And while you breathe, while you do that, you can focus on this inner child who just needs to be seen and just needs to be heard, just needs to be understood and loved and loved unconditionally. And this is why, while you do that, I'll explain, this is why it's so important for decision-making and procrastination around this pattern. Because if from this place, if this five-year-old was to come up and say, my life needs to look this way in order for me to feel safe. And we take action from that place or we stay in procrastination from that place, this five-year-old's never seen because you're trying to change your external life or keep your life the same way to keep this five-year-old happy 
but the five-year-old doesn't want you to change your life. The five-year-old doesn't want you to keep your life the same. The five-year-old just wants to be seen, right? And everyone here can start to recognize this. When you have this frustration, doubt, worry, fear come up, if you were to take action from that place, can you see how this is similar to a normal five-year-old? If a five-year-old comes up to you and says, hey, I want to be seen and loved, and you go, awesome, for you to feel loved, I'm going to go make some money. For you to feel loved, I'm going to go get some more Instagram followers. For you to be loved, I'm going to go get an ultimate relationship so that I can feel safe, so that you can feel okay, right? The five-year-old never feels seen. The five-year-old's just coming up in the form of fear, doubt, frustration to be seen, to be loved unconditionally. So let's tap in and see what is it that you're feeling now? What are you feeling physically? What are you able to describe to us in terms of the sensations? Um, I need to have a good cry. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. Like yes. that's pretty much what I'm holding back right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, the heaviness is sort of starting, or, or the tightness is starting to go um, as well, like just breathing into that and listening to what you were saying. Like, um, I think when you said, yeah, just being heard was a big thing Yeah. as well. Like that sort of, as soon as you said that, I don't know, something shifted or changed. Like I didn't have that tightness. Like I don't feel it as hard to yeah. breathe. But yeah, what, need to cry. <laughs> what, what story? Basically. What story did you let go when I said that, and you felt this start to lift? Think about this. What story shifted in you? Was it a story of something that of what something means? Was it a story of what something needs to happen? Was it a story of what needs to happen to make you feel a certain way? What story would have lifted while I said that? Good question. Not sure, but yeah, just, just being seen, I think like, you know, you were turning around and just saying, you know, that, that allow that, you know, five-year-old to be seen. Yeah. And as soon as you said that, that sort of lifted for me. Yeah. So. Great. Yeah. Awesome. You probably but yeah, can't describe much more than that at this point. Yeah. Well, no doubt after this, we're going to give you all the support you need to have just a huge release and whether you just want to sit with yourself and cry, this is what I did. I sat in this chair for six hours. And the first day I did an extended meditation, I just cried like all this fear and sadness and doubt. Um, and it was such a huge release. And what not, a lot of people don't know is that when you cry, you're literally letting out those emotions, those blocks, right? Those patterns that are stored within us. And they're down there in us and they get released in many ways. One of the ways is through crying. And here's the thing. When you cry, when you release, when you're in a space of surrender, you can cry without any judgment around it. It's not like I shouldn't be crying or whatever. It's just like, this is all coming up and I'm observing it. Right? So after this, we're going to give you a lot of space to just have a big cry to just release everything. And after that, you're going to feel this openness. You're already starting to feel it. Things are already starting to lift, right? Mm. But let me ask you this. From this place, what resources are you starting to access? When you're here for this five-year-old, 
what resources are you accessing, whether it be love, whether it be unconditional love, whether it be passion, whether it be kindness, whether it be care, whether it be openness and honesty and vulnerability, what, what's coming up right now in terms of resources, in terms of your emotional resourcefulness right now when you're here for this five-year-old? Uh, at, at the moment, it's just love and wanting to give them a hug, like make them feel better. Yeah. Great. You know, um, yeah. Having them sit on my lap, that's would be the first thing that I do is yeah. just acknowledge the fact that they feel that way, give them a hug and comfort and that's just it. let them know that that's it. Awesome. It's probably your five-year-old calling. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I forgot the phone was off. Not so off the hook. This is really important to your earlier question. When you have this feeling of just acknowledging the five-year-old, mm -hmm. you're hugging the five-year-old and providing it love, right? And just acknowledging that's how they feel. The five-year-old may feel better, but it's not because you're trying to make it feel better, right? You're not trying to make the five-year-old feel better. You're just being there in a space of, like you said, acknowledging and being okay no matter what just allowing the five-year-old to be expressed. That's how they're heard. They're not heard by you just trying to make them feel better. They're heard by you just hearing them, right? What is this five-year-old saying? What's the core message that this five-year-old saying to you? Help. Mm. How, how powerful is that in and of itself? Yeah. It's, not, it's not saying, it's not saying go create this huge business and make multi-million dollars right yeah. it's saying help i need help and you're helping right now by being a space for it now while you feel can you feel both can you feel the fear that's coming here and also feel the love that you have for the fear yes and can you also feel there's a level of safety in holding both of them? Yeah. And that's key. This is coming up to be seen because at some level you've opened up a level of safety enough for it to come, for it to come to your conscious awareness, right? Mm. Now, here's the question. If you feel this fear, you feel this love, you feel this safety, who are you? Which one are you? Don't know. Seriously, don't know. Yes. Just, I'm here. <laughs> yes. That's it. It's just you're, I'm present. Because you're neither of That's them. That's it. Hmm. You're, you're the presence of all of it. You're the presence of all of it. Like you described before. I'm the big one. I'm the strong one. I'm the mom. I'm the, you know, all these different sides of you. The truth is you're neither of them. You're the space that holds for all of them. As you describe the presence, you're the presence. So breathe that in for a moment while you hold a loving, safe space for the fear, right? For the safety, for maybe some uncertainties next, for the joy, for the love. While you hold space, a loving safe space for all of that, what is it that you feel? 
Now feel the tightness lifting. Yeah, don't don't know, don't really have anything. Mm. <laughs> Which is nice actually. That's to what be I was honest. about to say. I was gonna say it's nice. That's, that's associated, that's associated with just the peace and just like I'm here. Mm. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel tightness. I don't, my brain's not going a hundred miles a minute trying to find yeah. an answer. Yes. It just is. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's how I can describe it. Sorry. Yes. No. What are you sorry about? The power of now. This is what a lot of people are starting to do. They have this brain chatter that's going crazy and they make their decisions based on how do I stop this or how do I make this feel better? How, how powerful are your decisions? Thanks, <laughs> How, how powerful are your decisions from this place of just being? I'm here. I am open. I am present. Your decisions from this place to stay here, to make a decision, to procrastinate, to whatever, it'll be from a place of here. It'll be from a place of, I just feel here. And the reason why you're feeling here, the reason why you're feeling present is because the five-year-old feels loved. The five-year-old finally feels heard, finally feels seen. So the five-year-old's not freaking out saying this needs to happen in order to feel safe. Nor is the five-year-old saying we need to stay here in order to be safe, what we would call procrastination. So the question is from this place of presence, from this place of love, from this place of safety, from this place of you're just here, what is your heart most leading you towards? What is your heart most guiding you towards now? What's the most aligned action you can take from this place? Be here more often. Mm. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm. Yeah. This is, this is a nice space to be. Yeah. Instead yeah. of that constant turmoil of, you know, what do I do? Where do I go? How am I, you know, always questioning and yeah. just that constant mind chatter of what's going on. And then you go to your heart because that's when your heart turns around and starts going flipping out or whatever. And then you start questioning your heart going, okay, well, why am I feeling this? And then, you know, you end up down that other big tunnel. So it's nice just being here. Mm. I haven't been here before. Mm. Ever. I don't think. Wow. It's nice. It's powerful. It actually eh? is really nice. Yeah. It is. And, it's and nice not having that restriction on your heart. Yeah. What does your heart feel now? What does your heart feel? Just almost at peace, I suppose is a good way of putting it. Like it's just, it's a steady beat. It doesn't feel like there's someone going like this to it. Mm. Um, you know, that's kind of what it felt like before. It felt very restricted. Like I had someone holding it and just, you know, trying to squeeze something out of it to, mm. to get one last drop of whatever it was that it was looking for. But yeah, it's just just is I suppose it's very yeah it's a cool feeling but also very unsettling because yeah. i've never had this before so yeah this is important to there is a part of up. my body turning around going, wait yeah <laughs> you know, there's a tug over here and i'm just going when, no, when you're about to when you're about to sit in silence and you're about to have your cry you're going to hold space for that as well there's going to be a side of you crying and there's going to be a side of you freaking out because it's like, I've never been here before. I don't know what's going to mm. happen next. This is uncertain. So you're going to have a cry. You're going to release all of this. And you're also going to release that as well. 
you're going to hold a space for everything that comes up, all the stories, all the judgments, all the expectations around what this means. You're going to hold a space for all of it, right? This five-year-old's going to feel loved, going to feel seen, and you're going to reach a deeper level of peace. But let, let me ask you quickly, what is your view now of procrastination? It's just a thought, really. Yeah. Great. Awesome. How, how much of a shift is that compared to huge compared to someone who says I'm a procrastinator, which is an identity statement or, you know, procrastinating is now the enemy or now something I need to break or something I need to shift, something I need to fight against, something that needs to change. Mm. Now procrastination is a thought. Now and it's huge. And you, you, it'll, it'll be observed as a thought because you would have tapped into who and what you really are, which is the observer, the space, you're the presence, you're the safety that holds all of these patterns, right? So when you tap into more of who and what you are, you start to observe these patterns and because you're observing them, you reach a deeper level of peace. And this piece can bring up so much more kindness, love, resourcefulness, creativity, flow, alignment. Can you feel that your heart will now guide you towards something that's aligned, something that feels aligned, something that feels expansive compared to when the five-year-old's running the show? Oh, very much so. Yeah. Seems a lot clearer. Yeah, absolutely. A lot more freeing anyway. Like, I don't feel like, you know, taking that one step forward and then having that, that tug of rope sort of pulling you at the waist to pull you back again. Mm. Yeah. Cause even just saying the word procrastination or hearing it now, it means nothing. Whereas before it was just like, oh, really? Yes. Like, oh, yeah. You know, your brain goes 90 miles a minute again going, oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My best friend's back again. Right. Eh? Yeah. But, yeah. Whereas I don't have that at the moment. Like I don't feel that. Yeah. I suppose that weight of, of procrastination there. So, awesome. which will definitely help with decision-making because that's the big thing. You sort of go to make a decision and then you procrastinate on it because you're not quite sure yeah. where to be or, you know, or am exactly. I asking the right question or am I doing the right thing? Or, wow. you know, constantly, yeah, going to that, I suppose, that five-year-old state of going, you know, is this the right thing? Is this for me? Why am I doing this? Is this right? You know? um yeah and unfortunately yeah yeah absolutely um you know i do a lot of journaling but i don't have a lot of people other than basically my husband to talk to to sort of go okay well this is sort of how i'm feeling how do i deal with this um Mm. so journaling for me is a very big thing but then obviously tapping in with you is is even better because you can sort of allow me to recognize those questions yeah so to actually understand them to go, Oh, okay. Is that all that is? It's not actually a thing. It's just, it is and let it be. Absolutely. Well, we want to thank you for being here. Do you want to uh, share with us quickly um, where people can connect with you and where they can, where they can support you and your next, your next, uh, your next steps on your business journey? Yeah. Um, well, I don't really have a website or anything of that sort of thing business-wise at this stage. That's sort of part of my decision-making right now, which yeah. has been the procrastination side of things. You know, there's so many arms of different things that I want to do. That's where 
I'm at right now. So yeah, hopefully this session will help me be able to write that down and make a more decisive decision instead of going, okay, I want to do these 30 things. Totally. And, yeah. and obviously, consciously, you're aware that, okay, hang on, I've only got two arms and two legs. I can only do one or two of these things, not all 30. So yeah, you know, yeah, being able to do that. But basically through, um, through Facebook, probably, I'm just on a Zoom call, um, 10 o'clock. Sorry. Um, that was my son <laughs> popping in to find out what time it was. Um, yeah, so just Facebook's probably the best way to contact me. Most welcome to turn around and, and shoot a DM um, direct message to me, Cassandra Scopoletti. Uh, it's not an easy one to remember or spell, but you know, oh, I'll put I'll put links you'll, in. You'll the, find uh, me. I'll put links yeah, everywhere. Please do. But yeah, people can definitely yeah, reach yeah, out. But we want to thank you welcome. anyway. We want to thank you for your honesty, your heart, your your vulnerability and just showing up and being able to share with this community what you're all about and 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 this shift so we truly want to thank you and honor you and uh and wish you all the best is there any other way in which we can help any other questions you have before we finish up no i think you've pretty much covered it all and i just want to say a huge thank you to you too tyson like for all your hard work and and just helping me now you know this in this short period of time you've allowed me to to feel you know, actually feel comfortable and I feel like I can breathe. I don't quite feel as restricted as what I did. So thank wow. you. It's, time it's to a give, nice feeling. Time to give some of that presence to your son now and, uh, and all the yeah, rest, all the rest of your family. Morning hey? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. It's morning tea time here. Yeah. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for being on here. If there's any other way we can support you or any questions you have, just feel free to reach out and send me a message. Okay. I certainly will. And thank you. And lovely to meet each and every one of you here on the panel as well. Thank you so much for all your love and support today. It's meant a lot. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. This is what we're all about. Hey, and uh, thank you everyone for your support. Thanks everyone for just jumping in on the chat and, uh, and really just being in a, in a space of awareness, because I think this is where we can finish up with, if you were to, if you were to breathe and breathe all that in and see what, Cassandra is able to create here and the difference for yourself, right? Truly the difference for yourself. And if you were to let go and let go of these stories and hold this space of safety for everything that's coming up, you have a very, very different relationship with these emotions. And if you have a different relationship with your emotions, you can definitely make your decisions, whether it be in relationships, your health, your business from a place of resourcefulness, from a place of peace, a place of who you really are which is the spirit, the consciousness, the safety, the presence that holds all of it. And when you feel, when you feel that, when you feel truth of who and what you are, um, that's truly, truly where resourcefulness and peace and surrender comes from. So I want to thank everyone here. Uh, if you guys can jump on, uh, on, on the YouTube channel, this will be up and uh, I'd love to see your comments. I'd love to see your support there as well. Um, so feel free to subscribe on the YouTube channel and, uh, and jump on these each week. And if you would love to be coached, if you'd love to do this as well, uh, like Cassandra's just done, just let me know, send me a message or send me some sort of communication, whether it be in the comments somewhere and uh, we can definitely go through something together and we can do it in a way that's expansive in a way that helps a lot of people as well. So thank you. Thank you so much, guys. I'll see you in the serving circle.
and uh, ready and happy, happy to support you how we can. And uh, I just want to wish you guys the, the best week ahead. And uh, thank you for all the birthday messages as well. That was really, really special. Peace goes out to all of you guys. Thank you so much. Much love. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.